fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? Ali, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, Fantasy Dump. Champ and the Chump, Fantasy Dump. Champ, how we doing today? I'm pumped up. I'm pumped. Let's go. Top 10, top 10, top 10. Top 10 QBs, man. I'm ready to go. Fired up from yesterday. Got in the links. You know, Champ and Chump had to show these Westsiders what's up. Had to show them, man. Stop playing with us, Champ. Just taking money. Easy money. All right, folks, today we are starting our top 10 segment. We're going to start with the top 10 quarterback fantasy rankings for your boy, Chump and Champ. Woo! I think we're going to have a lot of the Saints, but I think I got some of my guys that I like, and I know you don't. And, Sim, you know, I feel like you're going to have some guys that you like that I hate. I'm ready for it, baby. Yeah, I think we're going to have some differences here and there. Maybe like one or two spots, but... I think once we get past those uh, top five guys, top six guys, that's when it's going to get interesting. I agree. I got a glass of wine in me. I'm ready to spit some hot fire. Dylon, baby. Thursday. You know how it goes. Quarantine life. <laughs> Every day is Thirsty Thursday. No free ass, but I had some wine shipped to me, baby. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Got a little red blend in me right now. Got some Jesus juice flowing. Got some Jesus juice flowing today. All right, boy, let's get going. All right, I'm excited about this. This is not our favorite position. We like to go into the depths of, you know, running backs and wide receivers a little bit, just you and me personally. But to be honest, this position won you the league last year, in my opinion. Uh, it did a lot for my team. I will say it that. It did a hell of a lot for your team. I'm not going to so. say it won it for me, but it, it oh. did a lot for my team. That's what I'll okay. say. That's as far as I can go. Okay, well, let's get to it. All right, number one quarterback in the 2020 fantasy. Who do you have? So I kind of cheated a little bit, if I'm going to be honest with you. I went with a okay. 1A and a 1B. Oh, this fucking yeah. guy. So but my 1A is Lamar Jackson, my guy. Okay, I, I agree with you there. Okay. Speak on it. Yeah, I mean, just on real season last year, had like a 9% touchdown rate. So I see that. Ooh. I mean, that's going to come down a little bit, but he's still. So the ones that I really found interesting was he had 1,200 rushing yards, which was six in the league overall. Stupid. Stupid. And then about 776 of those, so 64% of his rushing yards came on designed runs compared to the rest who are on scrambles. So. So my thing about putting one A is I think that he can do the same as last year because of those design runs. Like he wasn't getting all yeah. his rushing from uh, scrambles and the broken plays. These are actual plays that they're calling for him to run the ball. So I can see him getting back up there. Maybe not twelve hundred rushing yards. I mean, who knows though? He's got the ability. He stays healthy. It's not out of the question. But definitely floating around that one thousand yard mark again. They, there's reports of saying that he's a, he expects personally that they're not going to run him as much. I think that's what, I mean, that's with getting J.K. Dobbins, which just makes sense. You have now have two, maybe three quality running backs that can lead you the way with Gus Edwards still there, and they still have uh, Hill too. I just think 
the way they're – I was blown away by that 9%. I had the same thing. 9% of his pass attempts were touchdowns, which is insane. That's such a high number. Like, that's not sustainable. Well, that's the thing, though, too. Like, that's not sustainable, but he still had 36 touchdowns in, over, in the air, which is crazy to me. Like, usually when it comes to, like, a running quarterback, you'll have that, like, 20, 25 touchdown range. But having 36 touchdowns and it's only seven rushing – I mean, seven's a lot, but it wasn't the highest in the NFL. You would think with the 1,200, you'd have more rushing touchdowns. He has game in the air, too. So if they he's shown that he can throw the long ball, and all they have is speed there. They're, the entire offense, uh, wide receivers, tight end, they run four sixes or faster. Ooh. All of them. Yeah, yeah, they all got some speed. So, so Andrews runs four six. Boykins runs a four three. Uh, Dobbins runs a four four. Lamar runs a four three. Brown runs a 4-3. All that leads up to is fucking speed. They got speed. Dobbins runs a 4. I mean, like, Mark Ingram runs a 4. They have nothing but speed and on the go. And the what boils down to this, the one, I think the 1A, 1B, I think I know, is the coaching. And having Harbaugh there as their coach, finding the best way to put each and every person like a chessboard, they're, they're going to ball out. And I think their offense is going to, it's going to, I think, take a little regression, but it's, I still think he's number one. I don't. I can't put him any. I wanted to put him lower. I just can't. Yeah, same thing. I was trying to like find a way to put Mahomes number one because I feel like Jackson's just number one on everyone's ranks and everything. But I just couldn't find like anything to do it with that rushing and the passing ability. It's. I mean, that's what you want in a fantasy quarterback, and Lamar does it all. Exactly. And I like what you said about the coaching. You think Harbaugh is a great coach, and their offense coordinator, Greg Roman. I mean, he just knows how to do what he can with his players. Like, whatever his players are good at, that's what he's going to do. Exactly. He finds, and he finds ways to get Lamar out in space, and, I mean, you can't get him one-on-one like that. Oh, dude, he's juice. He's he's this era's – I mean, he doesn't have the biggest impact as Mike Vick did, but he is Mike Vick. I mean, he's the, he's the next guy. Yeah, if he gets – yeah, if he gets his passing down a little bit more, you know, I mean, like, he obviously he had a lot of touchdowns and threw for a good, like, 3,100 yards – but I feel like if he gets those, uh, like, a little more power on those crossing routes, those slant routes, it's going to be even juicier out there for him. Yeah, I mean, you got speed and Hollywood Browns still there. The thing is they, they have such a great run offense, and then they have that long ball threat. The way they built this offense, I love it. I, and I, I you can't – I mean, he's, like you said, Lamar's one or two, and I can't see – you can't argue that. And maybe he regresses a little bit because I mean last year was crazy. I mean the 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 percentages the the I mean nine percent pass attempt for it's it's nuts and it's probably going to regress. But even his regression, he's still going to be number one or number two. I it, I think he's this he's a safe guy. I mean you have an injury risk in a mobile quarterback, but he's shown that his elusiveness. Like I don't I don't see him. Like a, a like a Josh like a power running back. I mean, he's he knows when it when it. Yeah, he's a smart runner. He's kind of like uh, Russ Wilson when he runs. You know, he doesn't take big hits. He's just taking the little ones here and there. I see. I'm glad we're on the same page. All right, you got one A, one B. You know, who's your one air quotes one B? I mean, Nerd. yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. Pretty obvious. Okay. You know, I just I mean I just couldn't like put two for Patrick Mahomes. I just felt like he deserves more than the two spot, so I threw him into one B. You know, I'll give you that. Trying to keep him happy out here, but yeah, I mean he missed those few games last year with the dislocated kneecap. 
that was still nasty, but he but he only missed two games, or well, like two and a half. Yeah, which yeah, is he crazy missed to me. The rest of that game, and he missed a couple games, and then he, I mean, he's still top four thousand yards and twenty six passing touchdowns. Yeah, so he still got, and he missed Tyreek for the first part of the season when he went down week one. That was a collarbone. Exactly. Yep. So I mean, a full season with Tyreek. He added a new weapon in uh, Edward Solaire. Yeah, nice receiving back now. I know they had Damian Williams last year, but he was hurt. Then they had Sean McCoy. Then they had Daryl Williams. Then they had Darwin Tom. Like, just rotating backs in there. I think you get one solid back, maybe two, a one-two punch with Edward Solaire and Damian Williams. Then get a nice flow going from the backfield there. And there's no reason why Mahomes can't be the number one QB. He just got to get his touchdowns up. Exactly. And I had – I flip-flopped Mahomes and Jackson – a couple times I was trying I was debating on putting who at first I was like you know what Mahomes just because his consistency is there I've seen more of a sample size grant it's only been two years but I've seen more he's been QB1 21 of 29 games which is insane 72% rate of him being a QB1 in his stat lines and I that is I think the more I mean not this year, or not previous year, but the year before, Patty Mahomes won you that year. The This past year, Jackson won you that year. But seeing the consistency of uh, Patty Mahomes, because we they figured out Patty Mahomes, and Andy Reid you know, used their offensive skills and, and, and manipulated players and all that stuff. Jackson has this – he's had one flash in the pan season. So we'll see if he can come back. Because you know these uh, defensive coordinators are, are, you know, fucking going to the chalkboard right now and just looking up film on Lamar Jackson 24-7 in the AFC. Let's see if he can have a, you know, a great second stud of the year. That's why I like Patty Mahomes kind of, you know, like you had that 1A, 1B because he is, he's been there. He's done that. He has had defensive, you know, people just square up on him thinking he's the hot shit. You know, the Steph Curry of the NFL type deal. He's shown that he's he's became you know he's become a better quarterback consistency wise, and he just has he has another weapon a pass catching running back. So they've only added strength for him to help him out, and he they win on his arm. I'm all about it. Let's go. Yeah, I love it, man. I just you can't really say too many bad things about Patrick Mahomes the way he's handles himself, the way he's just I mean you dislocate your knee and he's trying to come back that same game. Like the guy just wants yeah. to play. He wants to get out there and throw the rock. So just let him out there and spin, man. I mean, there's their offense is so is so deep. Yeah, deep. They got speed. It's just like I mean, it's kind of like the Ravens. They just got speed everywhere. Yeah, I'm mad at it. I like. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. All right, well, this is I got it. This is where it gets whip funky for me. I got, I think I have a different three than you. We'll see. I mean, uh, I think I don't know. I think it's one of two guys. But who you got then? All right, my number three is Russ Wilson. Oh, that was not one of the two guys I was thinking about. <laughs> I know, bro. I have him. I've been thinking about this. He is in a lot of people's top five, top six. I have him as my third running, or excuse me, third quarterback. Uh, maybe a little bit of the uncertainty of Dak and his in his uh, contract brought him up a little bit. But over, I mean, he's the rumblings are that he wants to play a you know a more up tempo offense, and I think they have the weapons now that they can. He's only scored 14 points or fewer in 27% of his starts, which is fifth of all time since 2000. So he's consistent. He plays every game. Chump's doing his homework out here. I like it. Oh, I got stats, baby. 4,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, only five interceptions with three rushing touchdowns. He's consistent. 
I like consistency at the quarterback position because Russ Wilson will fall to that to that third to fifth round, maybe sixth round range, depending on how this draft sets up for people. And he discussing to want to play more up tempo. They have the studs now for that up tempo. I think this is the year that Russ Wilson is that that Drew Brees like that 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 staple that Aaron Rodgers. He's already he's already played that as the QB one. He the QB one rate. That's what puts him uh, Patty Mahomes in front of Russ Wilson. Patty Mahomes had that seventy two percent at QB one. Russ Wilson's at forty eight percent of QB one in the same era. Um, still, that's top ten, which is I'm cool with. And he plays every game. Patty Mahomes does shows that he's gotten injured, but he comes back. I like Russ Wilson this year as a top three quarterback, and I would be looking to draft him because I do like the way he's talking right now and saying the ball is in my hand. This isn't Marshawn Lynch in 2009, 2000, you know, hold my dick. It ain't that team no more. Right. The Legion of Boom ain't there. No. It is DK Metcalf, him, Lockett, Carson. He's going to throw the rock. He's going to win them the game, and I like him as my a quarterback top three in this next year, I know it's. I know people aren't gonna like it, but I like Rusty there. He throws up stats. He can rush the ball. He doesn't take big hits. He all he does is win. I love him. I like Rusty. I like Russ as well. I had him down as uh, my number five quarterback. So I wasn't too far yeah, behind you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think he doesn't have like the weapons that he needs over these uh, over Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and then the other guys we'll get into, but. I mean, they added Olsen at tight end, so at least gives them another big body out there because really all they got is Metcalf, and then the rest are kind of little speedy guys. And they got Disley and Hollister if they come back from their injuries. So tight ends look nice, and just Metcalf and Lockett, really. I mean, they tried the Josh Gordon route last year. That didn't really work out for them, just like every other team that's tried it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like Wilson. I like his efficiency a lot, like you were saying, man. Like, he comes out, he plays every game. Seahawks are always in contention for the playoffs. So you like having that towards the end of the season, you know, when fancy playoffs come around and you got your quarterback still fighting for a playoff spot, he's going to go out there and give it his all. So I mean, he has similar stats as Patty Mahomes, more touchdowns. Grand, I mean, Patty Mahomes, you know, didn't have those two big games. I just like the fact that he plays and he won't take that big hit. It's kind of like, you know, a set it and forget it top quarterback, which I like. You know, you have no worry like you said before, like he's not going to – I mean, he can win you the game, but he also can give you that just guaranteed 20 points, which you can win with that each week if you draft right. You know what I mean? Like if you draft right knowing that Russ is going to give you at least, you know, either 15 to 25, and he might win you a week with that 35 to 40-point range, but he's guaranteed 20 points at least, I'm happy with that. I'll take that all day rather than a up and down, side to side, pissing, moaning type guy who – you know, you worry about the matchups. Like, Russ is going to play. It doesn't matter who he's playing. Yeah, I think the only down thing about Wilson and Seahawks is they just run the ball so much. Yeah, that's why I like him saying this, though. Yeah, but they've been the like one of the rush-heavy teams the last two or three years. You know, they're up over 50% almost rushing. So Yeah, where's that got him? I mean, he's got him in the playoffs and stuff, but you, just, you want your quarterback to be throwing the ball, and when they're just handing the ball off to the running back all the time, kind of makes you nervous sometimes, but... I mean, I'm not mad at the number three ranking, but I just had him down at number five. I think the other two guys got a little more upside than him. All right, so I had my number three. I think my number four is your number three. I'm going to say – I don't know, though. 
I who's your number three? So I got Dak Prescott number three. Yep, he was he was my number four. All right. Yeah. So and then I mean, I, a little spoiler for the next one. I had Kyler at four. So that was my two in between. Uh, Russ and Mahomes there. Holy shit. So I was I was almost debating Kyler at number three here, but I think Dak has a better floor than Kyler does, and that's why I put Dak over him. Yeah. I could see uh, just Dak. I mean, he has the same weapons coming back for the most part with his you know top receiver and Cooper and Gallup. Lost Witten, but they got Jarwin there. I don't think that's that's just like a evened out type of yeah, thing. That's a swap, yeah. Adding CD Lamb is a nice weapon. I know he's not going to probably have a lot of time with him in the offseason, but. I think your comparison to Cobb with Lamb is, is dead on, though. Like you said, he has, what, 80 receptions last year, Cobb did? Okay, yeah, Cobb, I think it was like 83. It's in the 80s of targets, and Witten had 80-some targets, so. If CD has eighty receptions, that's a that's a, a a great rookie year, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I think eighty might be a little high for receptions. Ex- exactly, but like if he if they're out there, I mean, I think Gallup's gonna take some. Oh yeah, I, I could see Lamb going into maybe like the sixties for receptions. Yeah, and that's that's fine. I mean, as your quote unquote wide receiver three, I'm happy with that. Right. Yeah, I just think Dak's got better overall offense right now. I think. Hell yeah. I think the Cardinals can go up. Maybe they, maybe they have more upside in the long term with Kyler's rushing and stuff. But Dak still got some rushing ability, too. He had six rushing touchdowns his first three years in the league, and then last year came down to three. Oh, he threw 4,900 4, yards last year. Yeah, they were tossing. They with were 30 tutties. One of the best offenses in the league, like stat-wise, you know, yards per game. And he had three three rushing touchdowns. That's like, that's, Dak is... I know he's holding out, and hopefully get that that sign. That's why I kind of dropped him a little bit because who knows? I don't. If you're turning down thirty mil guaranteed in a, a pandemic where the salary cap might get fucked, that's ballsy of you. I think he's gonna get paid though. I think Cowboys. Yeah, you he'll pay get him. paid. But his offensive lineup is is ridiculous. Yeah, they lost uh, an offensive lineman, but Cooper Gallup, Lamb, Zeke, Pollard, and and whoever you want to put in as a tight end Jarwin, is fine yeah. by me. Jarwin, you can put him in, you know, another damn near lookalike. That that lineup in general is, I want to say number one or number two. I mean, you might want to say Tampa Bay, but Dak has the weapons that puts him in the top five quarterbacks, and he's only progressed. I put him above Kyler because he's had thirty touchdowns, you know, seasons. He's had right. We've seen him do it. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen him do it. That's why I put him above him. And Kyler's dropped in, in, in another one of mine. He's my sixth quarterback. We'll talk about that later. But oh, I like I like Dak and Ru- Dak and Russ were my combination. I don't know. I put Russ in front of him because I like that he's there. Dak is a question mark right now. I know it's bullshit. I know they're going to sign him and whatnot. But well, he's there for this year. Yeah. So I'm. So my issue is is Dak going to sign that franchise tag? or Is he going to get an extension? Because if he if he they, they might go Andy Dolan, dude. No, they're not. Jerry Jones ain't about the Andy Dalton life. I think they did that just to have a backup in case something were to happen to Dak. I think you see teams doing that where they want a solid backup because these injuries these days, with guys getting so big and so fast, it's like you can't just keep taking these hits and expect to be healthy every game. So I think that's just the insurance policy is all Andy Dalton. I'm not okay. worried about Andy I'll Dalton or anything. The Red Rocket, bro? Nah. Damn, man. I ain't about that. I will say the last thing I – why I put Dak over Kyler was also just the conference they play in. So, you know, Dak Cowboys, they're going against the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Giants. 
not all rebuilding. Best, not the best <laughs> defenses out there right now. Whereas no. Kyler, out on the west side, he's going against the Seahawks. He's going against the 49ers. Like, those are some good defenses out there. He's got the Rams. Rams aren't too shabby themselves in defense, so... And as a five ten quarterback compared to Dak, who's what six three, you know, you know two fifteen, like it's a different. They're different humans. Yeah, different body types. So that's why I put Dak over Kyler. But I just like Dak more. I think he's safer floor. He's got the same upside. And I'm with you on that. I I think I like Dak. I like I don't like rooting for Dallas because it's kind of like when, you know kind of like the New York Yankees. Like we get it. You guys have so many fair weather fans. But what I like is he's a fourth-round talent. You know, he's come up just like Russ Wilson. Like, these guys didn't get anything. They earned that position. That's why I think he's wanting that money because he did – he won that position over arguably their their best quarterback since Troy Aikman in Dallas. So, it's like, fuck that. Like, get paid. I get it. But with this offensive lineup and if he plays, Dak could be quarterback one, honestly, with how much weapons they have on offense. I think he's right in the – he's right – I mean, he's top five for a reason. This team is nasty. Yep. So, who you got at number four, then, if you don't have Kyler? No, I had – so, I had Dak at number four. Oh, Dak was your four. Okay, I got you. My number – my number – who was your number – you had so Kyler? I, yeah, so I we'll got talk, Kyler at four. Okay, put – let's talk about Kyler because he's my number six. This is why I don't – he's a first – I mean, 20 touchdowns for rushing is cool. Adding a wide receiver one and future Hall of Famer – is uh is huge. I think hope I can see. I he's a risky. He's a risky guy. I'm I'm not. I put him at six because I personally am not gonna reach for him. But if someone reaches for him, they could win the league because of him. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, he's ranked about like three or four in most consensus ranks right now. Which I he's he hasn't proved anything besides adding a, a wide receiver. He had 20 touchdowns and four rushing and. Uh, Kingsbury, all he's done is, sh- is live in a cool house and has looks good in you know Ray Bans. What the fuck has he done? Right. Yeah, I think Kyler. He's got the upside. You know, I mean, he was top ten QB last year in our league at least. With but that's six points per passing touchdown, so it might be different scoring. But I mean, he adds that rushing element. He wasn't running a lot at the beginning of the season. He started running a little more. He had, he had over like five hundred rushing yards. I want to say. Yeah, he he's he he got some squabble with it, but I like. Having Drake in as a full season, too. I think that's a big, big help for Kyler. Uh, David Johnson was not a pass-catching running back. Having Drake there as that bailout kind of thing or having where they can both run is a big in the backfield. And having D-Hop there is nasty. He And if if Kingsbury is anything like he fucking thinks he is, this offensive guru, this, you know, Texas Tech, you know, air raid offense... You have your weapon now. You have your guy. And Kyler better use this motherfucker, and I think he will. I think he is. He could get – my jump is 10 touchdowns, though. Like, Dak is at four with, with 30 touchdowns and three rushing. Kyler had 20 touchdowns and four rushing. Can he get another 10 to 15 touchdowns and make him above Dak? I don't think so. I can't see another 10 touchdowns out of him. Can you? Oh, 10, yeah, might be a little high, but, I mean, I could see a good amount with bringing Hopkins in as that red zone threat. I mean, how many times did you see Hopkins just get a jump ball in the end zone or some corner route and he just makes some toe-tap and catch? So, I think adding that red zone element that they were kind of missing. I mean, Larry Fitz is there, but he's like 40 now, so they didn't really have that red zone element last year. They were running some in and just like little cross trying to get too cute, I think, around the goal line where – 
as you bring a guy like Hopkins, you can go down, you know, it's second and two on the four-yard line. You can be like, all right, well, we got one play here. We're just going to toss it up, let him go get it. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I do agree. Ten is a lot to project a, to go up for one season. That, that's what I thought. For some reason, I thought he had more touchdowns than he did. And I think not having a a, a, a weapon. I mean, what did he? who did he have? He had... Yeah, I mean, he was rocking Christian Kirk. He got hurt a little bit. Larry Fitzgerald, Zao, and then they didn't really have a tight end. I think Charles Clay was their tight end. He was not special. Yeah, it was like J.J. Nelson there still. I don't remember who else they had was a weapon. I know John Brown wasn't there anymore. Like, all they had was these speedy guys. Now they have a true alpha, and hopefully he puts that. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald and him, Larry Fitzgerald can say what you want us to say about him. He's old. D-Hop is there, and he's at – all his wide receivers, all the rooms have said nothing but good things about him. That's a huge addition for a Kyler Murray to, to break out. I think that's why he's rated so high. I just can't see t- another 10 touchdowns. That's why I got Dak, and then I got my number five quarterback in front of him. Yeah, I think it just comes down to the, the offense in general, especially the offensive line. That struggled a lot last year. And they yeah, didn't really they, they, they didn't do much to address that this offseason. They so. drafted an OT in third round, but they had that freak that fell to him in the first. So they I, I understand how they had to do it. They had Isaiah Simmons there, who they probably didn't expect to be there. So they picked him up. And I'm not mad about that. They addressed kinda in the third round with that OT, but you're right. I thought I thought they would at least get a, a first round quality tackle or Offensive lineman to help Kyler because he was a 5'10 quarterback that was running for his life, and that's not going to last in the NFL. The team's still rebuilding. I mean, they had the first overall pick two years ago, and that's how they got Kyler. It's like they had eighth pick, I think it was, eighth pick this year where they got Simmons. So they're still rebuilding. They got to get the old line up. They still got holes on defense. And that's why, I mean, another reason I had Dak over him, just the overall team talent, offense and defense. Like, Cowboys are overall a better team i think than the cardinals are dog winning cures everything man winning cures everything in that locker room you got winning team you're all gonna be happier and be playing a lot better than a team that you know that's going six and ten every year exactly that's why so this is my reasoning my number five quarterback deshaun watson okay yeah i got him at six so i'm not i'm not far off on you i think for the 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 douchebaggery i'll call it or the the ego check of uh, Bill O'Brien as the GM as well as the head coach and trading D-Hop away. He is putting all the pressure and all the eggs in one basket, and that basket is D-Watt. And that's why I th- I think he's going to better fantasy stat line than a Kyler Murray because they're putting everything into him. Like, he he's the A-Rod now. He's the A-Rod. A-Rod had no, has no offensive help besides uh, Adams. D-Watt had his Adams and, and Hopkins. Now his Adams is, I guess, Cook. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. But he has, he has to win games. He has to be that guy now. That's why I have him as the responsibility factor and as the guy, their guy. He's their best player on their team, hands down. He's their number one alpha. He's their number one guy as a, as a, as a passer. And that's it. And that's why I put him ahead of him. Plus, he had. I thought he would have more touchdowns than he had. I mean, twenty six is, and he threw a lot of picks. Granted, he was forcing them, and like they're they were kind of weird last year. I would. I thought he would be better, but he had seven rushing touchdowns too. So I think that makes him a little bit more juicier than than it would be Kyler. 
Having David Johnson there is a help. I don't. I I like him just for the fact that they're not going to be as powerful on the offense, and they're going to really bank on D. Watt throwing the rock. And that's my thing is he's going to have a lot more opportunities to throw the rock, and a lot more chances to win him the game, which means more fantasy points in my opinion. Uh, see, I just had him down a little bit at six here, just because he lost Hopkins. I mean, lose a top yeah. receiver like that, and you bring in Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's great. I like him. He's got speed, but. I mean, those touchdown numbers, I just don't see how he's going to get 27 passing touchdowns again without Hopkins there. I think Hopkins was such a big factor in that offense and the way in the red zone like we were talking with Kyler. So I think the 26 passing touchdowns might go down a little bit, but the seven rushing I think are there to stay and could possibly go up because I think he's going to have to make more plays, like you were saying, with his feet and with his arm as well. But he's just going to have to do everything, like what Rodgers has been doing his whole career. It's just exactly. it's gonna be the D Watt show, and I don't know, man. He's only got one year left on his contract, so we'll see if he's even there in the future. I feel like O'Brien is just running him out of town, like. Exactly, they're talking about him next year being in the Pats. It's like it's a possibility though, because you take away a shooter's gun, and what is he? He's throwing, so he has to throw bullets now instead of shoot bullets. Like what? Like that's the things like. You take away his bread and butter. You take away his lifeline, which has been D-Hop since he's been there, since a rookie. Yeah. And then you expect him to do the same. It makes no sense. They do this all the time, and it bothers me so much. Like, you expect him to be the same guy without his Robin or Batman without his fucking money. It's 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 crazy. I don't get it. I don't see what, Like, check your ego as a GM and be a head coach. Win some fucking games. The only way you can win some fucking games is keep your Hall of Fame wide receiver happy. And he would, didn't seem like he was fucking crazy. All he said was, I don't, I mean, like, contract, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he just wanted to get paid. And he's getting, and you could say no. And he's still under contract. That's all you, I mean, it don't fucking matter. He's under contract for another two, three years. And all you had to say was no. Right, you had to go trade him for a fucking bag of balls. That's crazy to me. And that's, I put him there because hopefully, not hope, I feel bad for him, but it's going to be a D-Watch show. And it has to be a D-Watch show for them to succeed. So that's why I'm banking on him just to just carry the load. He might throw another, maybe a little bit more interceptions. He threw a lot. I think he threw 11 or, he threw a little bit high interception count this past year. I mean, he might throw it again because he's going to have to force some shit. Yeah, 12 last year. Yeah, so he threw a lot, but he's going to have to force it, which it's not all bad. I mean, Jameis Winston did a lot of fantasy points for some people. so Right, yeah. Interceptions aren't all terrible in fantasy. I mean, depending on your league settings, you know, negative one, negative two, negative three, whatever they are. Yeah. So, so yeah, he was your six? He was my six, yeah. So we're all ca- we're all caught up one through six, right? We got the same, yeah. just a little we're, different order. We're good now, yeah. All right, this That's where I think we're going to get some interesting takes. Who's your number seven? Oh, I went with the old reliable Drew Brees. Oh, he's not even my top ten. Stop it. Oh, keep talking. Not in the top ten. No, he's not in my top ten. Man. He's not in my top ten. That's wild. I hate him this year. I hate him this year. Keep talking, though. Let's right. hear it. Let's well, I mean, I still like him. He's consistent. He's always up in there in the passing touchdowns, top of the league. You know, he floats right around 30 or more every season, it seems and then his yardage numbers obviously have came down a little bit. Last year he dealt with a thumb issue. So, and then the, the offense is kind of switching to a little more dink and dumps with 
Thomas, you know, working over the middle. You got Kamara out of the backfield. But man, I mean, he played 11 games last year and he had 27 passing touchdowns. That's big. That's huge. That's big. That's why. That's why I like. I mean, had fuck. Another five games. He's gonna be 34, 35. I mean, you would say right. so. There's no reason why he shouldn't be up there. He's, and I think his yards numbers will be there when he's fully healthy. I don't. I get the Taysom Hill stuff. Blah blah. He's coming in and doing these gadget plays. When it comes down to the game on the line, they're gonna get the ball in Breeze's hand. He's consistent. He's a safe quarterback. People, I mean, people are kind of sleeping on him. I think. I think he's a little down in the ranks, and people are just letting him go. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind snagging him a little later in the rounds. Just have a solid quarterback that you don't have to worry about every week. That's yeah, a plug and play guy is perfect, especially in a quarterback position where, like you said, twenty what twenty seven touchdowns. Twenty seven touchdowns, eleven games. Yep. That that's what makes a great a great quarterback great right there, where he just performs. I didn't put him in because his arm talents doesn't seem like he he withered away when you need a quarterback to to win you the league. Does that make sense? So I feel like his play declined during those big those big weeks the the week thirteen through the the fifteen. Yeah, I think that had to do with his thumb injury though. I mean, when you mess up your thumb like that, you're not even when you do come back, you're not going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, and he's also fucking forty-two. He's old. I mean, shit. He tore he he tore Michigan. I remember as a kid going to Michigan State season tickets, so happy to be there, and this kid with a birthmark all over his face face tore us up for like five touchdowns. Walked off the field, said shucks, shoot, darn it, and walked off. Happy as go lucky, and we got nothing. I was crying as a kid. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't. I mean, I just don't. I don't get the hate on Drew Brees. That's what I'm trying to. I was trying to find some stats and stuff to like see why. Oh, he's, he's got gone. game. He's got game. I just. I don't like. I don't know why I don't like him this year. I've like. I've liked him in the past. He's been in my top ten. I think since he's been at the Saints, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I don't like him this year. Besides the age, and. Besides, the arm seems to be Chad Pennington style now. He has that 20, 25-yard max, it seems like. Yeah, but that's the offense they've been switching to. I mean, they're not throwing these deep bombs. They don't have that that guy on their roster. You know, Michael Thomas is not a deep threat. Uh, right. Emmanuel Sanders is not a deep threat. Jared Cook's not a deep threat. Latavius Murray or Alvin Kamara. Well, that's what, makes not- Sean, that's what makes Sean Payton a fucking head coach right there is like, yeah, I'm gonna get guys that help my quarterback out. Yeah, and I think yeah, there's no reason why Drew Brees can't be top. Well, I got him seven, so might as well just say top seven quarterback this year. I'll give you that. I'll. I mean, I I I totally get it. I'm not not knocking him. I'm just saying I personally don't like him this year. I don't want to root for him this year. You don't want to root for him? How can you not root for Drew? <sighs> He's got a water pistol, man. I like a bomb. <laughs> I like a guy with a cannon, man. All right, so you don't have Drew in your top ten, so obviously you don't have him at seven. Who you got at seven then? So I like this guy. <laughs> it kind of defeats my whole like art because he. Okay, man, he you can't remind, say it without laughing. He kind of reminds me of like a Drew Brees type dude. Matt Ryan is my number seven. I respect it. He's my number eight. So let me hear what you got on Ryan over Brees. It's guaranteed 
4,000 yards in passing attempts up the ass. This dude, all he's done since he's gotten in the league is throw the fucking ball. All they do, do is throw the ball. Since they got Roddy White, since they drafted uh, Julio Jones right when Roddy White was in his prime or just getting out of his prime, they were like, we're going to be a pass-throwing offense. And Matt Ryan, since he's got there, has thrown the fucking rock. He's not mobile. He sits in the pocket and throws it 50 times a game. That's why I put him at seven because of the amount of of attempts, the amount of yards, and the touchdowns are there. He averages 24 to 35 touchdowns every season he's been in. His lowest touchdown, I think, was 25. And I think it was his rookie year, his sophomore year. I don't know if he started or not. But I don't – I like him there because he's a plug-and-play guy. Like you said before, Breeze the same way. It's like you can guarantee he's going to give you some points. And, yeah, he throws the ball away sometimes. And, yeah, he might not win you the big game. I don't give a fuck. We're fantasy fucking owners for a reason. All we care about is numbers. And he throws up numbers every single year. I'm with it, dude. I like – like I said, I got Ryan right behind Breeze at eight there. You can make an argument if you want to put him ahead. That's fine. But I think just his consistency is great. And then last year, he still had 26 touchdowns, almost 4,500 yeah. yards. And, you know, he lost Austin Hooper for some games with an injury. He lost Ridley at the end of the year for injury. They traded away Sanu halfway through the year. Devontae Freeman was not the same running back he used to be. No. Julio Jones is only one man. You know, he can't do it all. So No. I think this year with Ridley coming back. And he's not scoring touchdowns, so it's not helping Matt Ryan. Stop it. Julio scores touchdowns. I'm just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, they got Ridley coming back. Hayden Hurst at tight end, you know. You got Todd Gurley. You got Todd Gurley as a guy that is a pissed off running back that every since the big year he had, all he's gotten is hate. All he's gotten is like, oh, his knees are bad. Blah, 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 blah. If he comes out and he can catch four, five, six, seven touchdowns. Honestly, he can do that. And if even if you run the ball, that's going to open up the offense for Julio Jones, for Ridley, for Hurst. They have weapons up the ass. And I'm not saying they're going to be the best team in that division because of Tom Brady. They have a hard division because of New Orleans Saints. But I think they always and will always depend on the pass. And he's the guy, obviously, the pass, the rock. And he's going to get another 4,000 yards, and he's going to get 25 to 30 touchdowns this year. That's why he's a top seven quarterback, in my opinion, because you can just plug him in, and he's going to give you 15 to 20 points a game. He's Russ Wilson with those points. I mean, he's not as consistent, and I don't like rooting for him as much. He's not a likable guy as that because he's kind of – he doesn't do the, the dirty way. He doesn't run. He's not mobile. I get it. He did lose, you know, in the Super Bowl. That sucks. But – he is a guy you can plug and play, and he's a great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I like what you're saying about Gurley, too. I think the just his presence in the backfield, you know, he's better than what Freeman was the last couple of years. Just yes. having Gurley back there, you know, you get some secondaries, maybe the safeties creep up, linebackers creep up, get some play action, just let Julio fly, let Ridley fly down the field, you know, get Hurst on those seam routes. So I think Gurley's going to help that offense. I, I, there's no reason why Ryan can't get up above 30 touchdowns again this coming season. Exactly. I think it was a, a fluky year. It was kind of – they kind of started kind of shitty, and it was kind of like they had to work their way back. Um, they got the worst injury luck out there in Atlanta too, man. It's like always yeah. like week one, like they'll lose like a defender to ACL or something, and then it just yep. keeps going and going all year long. They just keep losing. And guys. they got a fucking – they got a defensive coach, which 
I'm surprised he's still their their coach and Dan Quinn, but yeah, dude, he's been on the chopping block for like the last six <laughs> years. I feel like <laughs> this is why I, it's a win now situation for them. They got to make the playoffs. With, oh yeah, I mean Julio. I mean Julio has what two, maybe two to three years in their prime, and then uh, Julio's always in his prime. There's no not yeah. prime Julio. That's true. He's an avatar. <laughs> he got scores, scores some tutties. My guy, Julio. Right. We got all right. So Matt Ryan, Drew Brees was seven. Eight was Matt Ryan. Who's my, your eight then? My eight is a Rod. Oh, okay. I'm putting him in this position because of revenge. Revenge on his own team. Oh, just to tell him to shove it for picking Jordan. He's Love. gonna he's gonna fucking ball out this year. He's my eighth quarterback. He, I mean, he had four thousand yards, twenty six touchdowns, one rushing, with no help. He had Devonta Adams, and then the rest was practice squad players. I mean, honestly, he had practice squad, and Devontae Adams was out for four games of turf toe or five games of turf, some like long period of time yeah. where it was him and Aaron Jones, and that was it. So he had the two Aarons, and that was it. And they didn't help him at all. He got 26 touchdowns and one rushing. He's going to fucking ball out and say, fuck you, Green Bay. After this year, I'm out. Like, after this year, we're done. He is going to have a revenge game. I'm looking for him in the later rounds because he is dropping because he does not have help. He has Devontae Adams, and that's it. He still does. But he's going to be there, and he's going to fucking perform. I hate it as a Lions fan, but I like the fact that I think he's going to use this as a motivational tool. I've been watch- We've been watching The Last Dance and, and Michael Jordan, and it takes, a, it takes a smidgen, or like you just didn't shake my hand, or you didn't say hi to me. It's the same thing with, thing with A-Rod. I think he's going to be like, yo, fuck this team. I'm going to fucking ball out and show them I'm the fucking GOAT. And I think he is going to be having a revenge tour here. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm going to get him in the 8th the to 10th round, fuck it. Who gives a shit? I'm, he's my quarterback. I, I love him in that range. That's why he's my number 8 quarterback. Yeah, so I didn't even – like you didn't have uh, Drew Brees in the top 10. I got Aaron Rodgers at, sitting at 11 on my list. So Yeah, I, I can see that though. I, I, I'm doing this as my personal thinking that I'm in his head. That he's like, yo, fuck this team. I'm going to show them that I'm the fucking best. They drive the quarterback, and then you can kick rocks. I'm out. Yeah. I just – I can't see him just without the weapons. And, the, I mean, his last three years, with 26, 25, and he had an injury season with only 16 touchdowns. So, I mean, we haven't seen that 30-plus, 35, 40-touchdown season from Rodgers in quite a while since he had those more weapons. You know, when Jordy Nelson was there, Randall Cobb was in his prime, Adams was coming up. So I just think with the lack of weapons, dude, and this offense, it just seems like any report coming out of Green Bay is just like run first, run first. I mean, it's th- crazy because they, they got, got fucking. Oh yeah, they got Aaron Jones, they got Jamal Williams, and then they go and draft AJ Dillon. So I mean, they're just trying to run the ball out there in Green Bay. When you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, just let him spin it. But I don't think Lafleur wants to do that. Well, that's the thing is like when Denver Broncos had Payne Manning, they had. They let him spin it, man. They let him throw the ball. Exactly. Do you remember the running back they had? Was it was it Monty Ball, C.J. Anderson? Exactly. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter who the running back is. When you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you let him throw the fucking rock. And if his arm is gone, I get it. You do gadget plays, Drew Brees style. Uh, but the motherfucker is the – he still has a live arm. So let him fucking throw the rock. Let him be the guy you want him to be. And then when he leaves, 
do something else. Make your own play. But when he's there, he's going to throw the rock. That's my thing. He's like, they're not going to change Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. If they're going to throw, throw out running play at the running play, he's going to deny it. I, he's going to have the opportunity to change the play, I promise you. And he's going to fucking do it. I'm sorry. I think he's going to fucking just have a big fuck you to Green Bay. Green Bay's, they're not saying like Green Bay is the, as the, the, the town, but as the, the organization. The yeah. Hell yeah. He's going to be like, fuck this. It's going to be a revenge tour. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm not against Rodgers. That's for sure. I mean, I got him at 11, just outside my top 10. So it's not like I'm like against no, him by yeah. any means. I just don't think he's that top QB that you want. You know, like if he's slipping in the draft, obviously he's got the talent to do it. I just, with the lack of weapons. If, okay, let's say if he's there, it. if he's there around ten, would and and it's your and it's your your pick, and there's no one in your above your rankings that's available. Let's say your Drew Brees, your Matt Ryan's, and he's the next one available. And I don't know who your nine or ten are yet, um, but it, let's say you're round ten or eleven. Would you pick him up as your quarterback one? Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bad an eye if Aaron Rodgers is my QB one on my team in fantasy. I think that's exactly. great. I yeah. don't, I just don't think he's going to be one of those top guys like he used to but be. But that's that's my thing is like after the top three to five, I don't. I I think you like we said before is like quarterbacks have their weeks and you just got to deal with it once you pick your guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's got some up and downs there. Yeah, and I think he's gonna have a lot more ups and just downs. TBH. Yeah, I hope so, man. I just, yeah, just the way that kind of the chemistry between him and LaFleur since LaFleur even got there, they, you know. No, fuck that guy. That's what I'm saying. He's going to say fuck that guy. I, I can't stand how they're, I don't even like A-Rod. I feel like it is what it is, but he's done nothing wrong besides be a, like, a quiet cat and, like, probably standoffish and probably, I don't know if he's, like, sarcastic or what, but he balls. And to, to go, like, Outside of your way to like fuck with him, I don't get it. I have no, I have no clue why. Beats me, man. All right, well, fuck it. Who cares? Not, I mean, it's our division. Let him burn. <laughs> All right. All right. So we we have our eight. What's your what's your number nine? Oh, I went with the old Tom Terrific TB12 Go, ah! whatever you want to call him. I love it. He's my number ten. Okay. Keep talking. Yeah, I mean, QB ten. I think this might be the best receiving core he's ever had with Evans, Godwin, Grant, Howard, and then just that vertical offense that Arians brings. You know, I mean, I feel like uh, Jameis was almost considered a bust until last year. Like he yeah. was on the edge of like being a bust, and then Arians had him go off for thirty some touchdowns. Obviously, threw a bunch of picks too. But I mean, I don't think Brady's arm is as terrible as people are saying, or it's always get brought up. I think that's yeah. just the offense that they had out in New England. They wanted to dink and dump, you know, play good defense and score when they needed to. I still think he's got an arm. I think he can get it down to Evans downfield. He can hit Goblin, Gronk, Howard on those seams or over the middle. I mean, Arians, he's got the best out of when he was coaching in Pittsburgh. Big Ben had good years. Carson Palmer in Arizona had great years. And he was kind Andrew of. Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, these guys always have good quarterbacks with Arians. So I got time there, man. I think he's going to. Have a great year. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I think he is going to have a great year, and he is slipping. And he, I would be so happy if he's my quarterback this next year. Um, with that grouping of weapons he has, it's undeniable that they're they're the they're the top three 
grouping. I mean, I don't see uh, a a group like that. I mean, I don't know. Who, I mean, maybe I mean Chiefs and then them. Maybe the the Ravens, but they're they have so many weapons and I love it. And I think Bruce Arians, he's that dude. He's like, yo, yeah, we're gonna toss it. Ain't no thing. I, he's so the opposite of Belichick, and I think that's why Tom Brady like was like a tractor beam. He's like, oh, I can be myself. I can I can I can have a say in this offense, mm-hmm. and I think it's huge. Um, with that, I think having all that. To, uh, the Tampa Bay, I just, I love, I love their their roster. Yeah, I think the only thing that could hold them back is their offensive line. They didn't do really too much in the offseason to address it. I mean, it wasn't the best. Like they got Tristan Wirfs from Iowa over at right tackle, so that's going to be a plus. Yeah, dude, we talking about that dude's nasty. He can I jump mean, out of the pool one, and shit. <laughs> okay, so he's got party tricks, but can he block? Bro, he jumped out of the pool. That's a party trick, man. What you mean? Yeah, I'm just saying it was a cool video. Jeez. Hey, I just got to give the Iowa guys some hate, you know? Yeah, yeah fuck them guys. Well, yeah, I mean, the defense is solid. I mean, their secondary struggled a little bit here and there, but the way they stopped the run last year and the way they got for a quarterback is very good. So, this, I mean, it's setting up well for Brady to have a big year. And Florida's saying fuck all the quarantine shit right now. They're letting them out. So Tom Brady's going to probably practice with Mike Evans and Godwin right now. He's probably running around. I mean, they can do that. They can do that now because it's Florida. They opened it up. They're going to – if Tom Brady can find an angle to, to succeed, he's going to find it. We know that. He, I mean, Leftwich, I mean, they're all going to work as a team this next couple of years. This is going to be a party for Tom Brady. He's going to have fun playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's why he's in our top ten. I, I love him in the, in the top ten. I think he still has a live arm, like you said. And having Godwin, having Evans, having O.J. Howard, having Gronk, having Cameron Braid, having um, um, Keyshawn Vaughn, having um, Rojo Jones. there. Yep. It's it, They have what weapons. What about their other that, running back? Uh, I can't say his name. Dare Agumbawale? Agubalable. Jambalaya. There you go. You got it. Same thing. Yeah. They have... They have a perfect Tom Brady team. Yeah, they're set up to succeed out there. Yeah, I love it. I I'm excited for him. I want to see Tom Brady succeed outside of the Patriots, and I've I, I've never been a Patriot hater. I I know like I get tired of them like winning all the time, but I've never been a super Patriot hater. But I, I've always been a Tom Brady like fan. I don't like. I'm not like obviously he's a Michigan yeah, guy. So you I'm can't not, hate like, on the Patriots. You just no. You just don't like to like them because they were so good. But I like him like just like branching. I like him branching out, like being his own person now. And with Bruce Aarons there, it's just like a fucking like yeah, let's go, let's go fucking ride him. And I love it. Yeah, he just wants I love to get out his... there and play, man. Hell yeah! So that was your number nine. Yep, he was at ten for you, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's see your number nine. My number nine, I'm putting him in um, as hopefully he was a top six quarterback. He finished number six last year. Josh Allen as my number nine uh, quarterback. Okay. I don't like him honestly. I I kind of am putting there hoping he gets better. Um, with the nine rushing TDs is a big thing. Twenty touchdowns, and th- I mean three thousand yards passing. My big issue with Josh Allen, and this is what bothers me about him, and I kind of was hesitant to put him even in my top ten because of this. Even in my top fifteen, he's twenty one of seventy six on throws twenty to thirty yards. He's seven of fifty one on throws over thirty yards. And you get a long ball threat in digs, and you hope that's going to be better. 
with with you throwing seven out of fifty one long balls over thirty yards, you better fucking improve on that. Yeah, you need to. You need to, or else you're gonna be benched. And with the nine rushing TDs, I get it. I don't see that being a, a thing of the future. You have to improve on your long ball or you're gone. I like him there because he does has that run threat and they do like putting him in that goal line. Um, with Singletary, with Zach Moss now there, I don't know if they're going to do him as much. He made my top 10 because he did show improvements from the year before. But with those stats and with the, the percentage of his long balls, I I am kind of regretting putting him in my top 10, but I'm going to have him in there because I'm hoping he succeeds more because I do like the way he plays. He's a rough guy, kid. He likes to hit bang. Um, I hope he can get better as a passer, and hopefully he does. But I don't know. I I'm, I am perplexed on this one because I want him to, to be better, and if he's there, he, a lot of people's top six is they think he's going to be a, uh, improved. But with those stats and his long ball, I, I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. Right, yeah, consensus Riggs, uh, quarterback seven right now, right behind Watson, before Breeze yeah. and Ryan. So people are uh, expecting big things from Josh Allen. I know they added Diggs, like you were saying, the deep threat, but they just his, his passing is not there yet, and I don't no. see it coming on right away. Like That's just not something that's going to just happen overnight, happen in one offseason. I think he's still a couple seasons away from being a, a top-tier fantasy quarterback. The eight nine rushing touchdowns he's had, that's not sustainable. I don't think. I know he's a big guy. We talk about him being like the the Cam Newton of this era, where he's running it in from the goal line. But you don't want your quarterback taking those hits. No. And hopefully he gets better. If he doesn't, then the, I I put him in my top because of what he did last year and what he performed. I mean, he performed. Am I going to draft him this year? No. I'll say say that right now. If he's available, I'm not going to draft him. I don't. You. I don't like him. Because of his long, I mean, you bring in a Diggs who was pissed at Kirk Cousins, who's arguably, I mean, he's a top, I would say top 20, top 15 on, on longer passes. I don't know the stats off the head, but he's better than 7 of 51 on throws over 30. I know that for a fact. And having that there and having a guy who's an attitude problem to begin with because he doesn't get the ball much or he, the balls are shitty thrown, which Kirk Cousins does throw shitty balls. Um, I don't like that. I don't like him there. Um, Josh Allen better better put it on the button. That's the difference between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. He could be in that range if he had a deeper pass that was that was better, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He has a great arm. His arm is fucking cannon. He has that you know Jamarcus Russell arm. But if you're fucking seven of fifty one, man, you're you're not making it. I'm sorry. Right, and I don't know. I didn't look up this on him, but like I was saying with Lamar, like designed run versus scrambles. I feel like a lot of Josh Allen's runs might have been scrambles and whatnot from just play breaking down or just not getting the reads right away. So yeah, yeah I don't, I don't see his rushing being as sustainable as people think or are projecting it to be. So he's, that's why I have him in my number twelve quarterback. So he's not like super far off. I can see that. I just, I, I want him to be better and. I I think I had him for I had him for a little bit there and he's good. Um, yeah, he's gonna have some solid weeks. He's gonna have big games. Gonna you know throw three touchdowns, run one in. You know have those three four touchdown games. But I just don't think the consistency's there to be my starting quarterback yeah. every week of the season. No, and having a quarterback in Buffalo is just it's hard in general because outdoor games um, and it's super it's snowy. It's I think it's a little bit different in Green Bay. I don't know why it is. I I feel like. It's just different, and 
the way he plays, it might benefit you because he does run the ball a lot. But now adding another another power runner in Zach Moss, who has fresh legs compared to Frank Gore, they're going to utilize their rookies and sophomore and uh, Singletary a little bit more, I believe. And his nine rushing touchdowns, I think, is going to be his career high. Yeah, I'm with that. So that's your top ten, huh? So I'll round out my top ten. I got Carson Wentz at number ten. Okay. So I just like the supporting cast that they're developing out there in Philly. You know, they brought in Jalen Rager, the rookie. They got Deshaun yep. Jackson back healthy. They traded for Marquise Goodwin. And then they got Ertz, Jeffrey, and Goddard as the big guys. And you got Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. Both can catch the ball in the backfield. I just think this is probably one of the better receiving casts that Wentz has ever had. He's put up some numbers here and there. He ended the year last year really well, you know, even when Greg Ward was his number one receiver. Yeah. So I think when Jordan Howard went down with the injury and they brought Sanders in as the the main back, I think that just opened the playbook a little bit more for Peterson where you had a receiving back and a running running back in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, top 4,000 yards, 27 passing touchdowns, over 200 rushing yards. I just – I don't see why he can't – at least do that, or if not better, with the options that they added to this team. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I, I like him. He was my breeze and him or my 11 12. He, he plays tough, man. And if Josh Allen had the same injuries that Wentz did, I would, you know, I would probably switch Wentz and Josh Allen over each other. But Josh Allen somehow stays healthy with his runs. Wentz hasn't. I mean, Wentz has been injured. That concussion in the last part of the games, um, not saying it's everything, but and then having Hurts in that draft, I don't understand what they're – are they doing the Saints blueprint or like you would want them to get another weapon or at least get some help for him. I like that he has that D-Watt effect where it all depends on him. Obviously last year they had nobody. I mean they get hit the injury bug I think since week one and they depend on him the entire year, which – it's good for a fantasy style, but can you maintain it is another thing. Hopefully, I mean, with Jalen Rieger there, I mean, Miles Sanders looks like he's gonna he's a great draft pick. Boston Scott, Alshon is still on the roster, and hopefully he becomes a, a newer, you know, a better Alshon besides hamstring injuries left and yeah, right. Yeah, he's got to stay on the field. I, I like him. If he's my quarterback, I'm happy with it too. I don't – like I said, these, these like 7 to 12 are – you can put them anywhere you want. I don't really have like a care which one I get. I'm happy with any yeah, of them. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think yeah, through my my seven through I mean it's Breeze, Ryan, Brady, Wentz, Rogers, Allen. I feel like those guys are all kind of in the same little tier. You know, the most most of them yeah. are veterans. A couple of younger guys in there, and I think they could. I'd say all of them to me at least. Besides Allen, I'd be comfortable as my starting quarterback every week of the season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That Allen's a, the the riskiest quarterback because he's not a pocket passer. Obviously, his passing is the question mark, and all the other quarterbacks, their passing is not the question mm-hmm. mark. Yeah, I think I think Wentz has a big season coming. I do. I think he's you know the wep- the weapons they added. I mean, he's, Aguilar's gone, so he's not gonna be dropping the passes. So that's always a plus for him. Yep. I mean, that's what fucking four touchdowns right there. Oh, easily. Shit, he dropped so many. Yep. I, th- I think that's I think it's gonna be a Wentz. Um, I don't know what the Jalen Hurts thing. It it, it kind of bothers me. I don't know why they did that. Um, maybe everybody wants a great backup. That's what and, I think it is. I think it's just teams. I mean, obviously preparing for the future. Wentz has had his injury history. Yeah. You know these aren't like 
uh, you know, like a sprained knee or ACL where you can just surgery and come back. These were like back injuries. Like those, those don't go away right away. So I think they're just being safe about it. And they can win a Super Bowl with a backup. They've already showed that. True, true. I get, all right. Well, that was our top 10, baby. Top 10, top 10, top 10. Top 10 of them. I mean, 7 through 12, we did throw a little bit. I mean, most of them were kind of the same. We switched them around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go to our sleepers because I got a couple sleepers that can be added in the late rounds. Maybe can be your starting quarterback. I'm not mad about it. Who are your sleepers? And I want to see if we can, we have anybody that are similar. We got two of them bad boys. Let's see. Yeah, so uh, I'll go my first one. I got Baker Mayfield. Oh. So he's... Okay. In the consensus range, he's QB 14, so it's not like a, a deep sleeper or anything. You know, he's still up there in the ranks, but I just think he bounces back this year, kind of back to where his rookie form was. I, the whole situation last year with Freddie Kitchens, like, the dude coached, he was offense coordinator for, what, like seven or eight games the season before, and then he becomes a head coach, like, with no experience in anything before that. He just, it just wasn't, he wasn't ready to coach. I think we get, bring a guy in like Stefanski, Yes, it's a run-first offense. That's all that does is just let the safeties come up and maybe you'll get OBJ or Landry run deep, Hooper up the seam. So I think that's the offense that Baker needs. I don't think he's like this running gun just throwing 50 times a game. I think he needs that little, you know, that run-first offense and then run some play actions. Just give him the easy passes because he's got the arm talent. He's just got to get his feet set and get some throws out there. Yeah, I mean – they're paper, they've been paper champs the last two years. They got so many weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, then they brought in Hooper this year for tight end with the Golden Joku. OBJ, he's going to be back healthy. They got Landry, see if he comes back from his hip surgery. You know, Kareem Hunt's going to be there for a full season. He's receiving back now. So uh, there's no reason Baker they got talent, can't get man. over 4,000 yards this year, throw some, you know, 25-plus touchdowns maybe if everything clicks. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, I'll tell you one of my sleepers. Who you got? Um, I think similar. I think same draft. Wait, no, maybe they're. Well, no, I don't know. Daniel Jones were they same draft? Uh, yeah, right. Or no, no. Daniel Jones is a rookie last year. Baker was two years All ago. Right. Yeah. Daniel Jones is my my sleeper. Okay. Okay. He's one of three quarterbacks with two top ten fantasy weeks of the seasons. So that means out of all the players in fantasy. Two of the weeks he was top ten as a as a rookie quarterback. Is that just quarterbacks or that's every position? That's every position. The only other three, the only other two quarterbacks were Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. So that's why you had Russ up so high, huh? Those next genies, those next gen stats. No doubt, no doubt. He played thirteen games though, and he had a hell of a stat line for thirteen games. He had no game, no games last year with starting Barkley. Ingram, Shepard, or Tate. No one. No games with all those guys playing. Damn. So either one of them was one of them was injured the entire one of them was injured each or game. So obviously Barkley was out for a couple. Ingram was out for a couple. Shepard was out for a couple with his head. Tate same way. So if you had all them healthy, you who knows? Right. Plus Darius Slayton's there too. He's not too shabby. Slight yeah. Darius Slayton's is nice too. He showed up. Um they have a good team. I think they're solid. And I think he, if he can progress in his sophomore season, which Lamar did, which Patty Mahomes did, watch out for Daniel Jones to make a little breakthrough season this year and might squeak in that top 10, top 12 quarterbacks with the stat line that he's progressing or or showing with 
guys that actually aren't their starters. I like it. I, I can see it, man. He's got that rushing ability too. You know, he can. He would. He have. He had two hundred seventy nine rushing yards last year. Two yeah, touchdowns. I mean, he's, so. he's a mobile Eli. Eli Manning, man. He he is a guy that is. If you're needing a quarterback in your late rounds, or if you went, you know what, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not getting a quarterback until I need a quarterback. He's a guy that might be undrafted, or you might get in the 14th, 15th, or 16th round. And he's, if he's there, he's a vi- viable quarterback, and I think he's gonna have a good season. I'm not saying he's gonna be, you know, top five, but with if he's performing, he can perform. And that's my thing is like he can win you a week. It, he showed it with the two top tens. Hey, let's play. Yeah. The only knock I have on Daniel Jones is Jason Garrett is the OC. Ooh, I don't know. Dak had some good years with him, bro. But, yeah, I don't think Garrett was calling the plays. That's I think I saw that Garrett hasn't called plays since, like, 2012 or something. So they had some other – they had um, – what was it? He Le- likes passing. Or Kellen Moore has been calling plays. So, But I'm with it. I think, I think he's got the talent. He's just got to put everything together at once. They got the, yeah. they got the sporting catch for him. I think yeah, I I, I want to I'm keeping an eye on him. I I'm not saying I'm sold on him, but oh, I think yeah, he's yeah. a great sleeper. Great. I mean, if you get a you know one of those guys we were talking about like a Breeze or a Brady, Rogers, something like that, and then later in the rounds, Dan Jones is sitting there. You might as well scoop him up. Come something big, yeah. And, you know, you got trade bait on your hands. Hell yeah, I'm with it. Always thinking, Mish. Always, always thinking. Always on baby. the trade markets. I'm pissed that he looks like a fucking douchebag, but I don't give a shit. He can throw the rock. He, he looks like one of those... Pr- where's he from? Hey. Duke, right? Yeah, Cranbrook. Oh, That's a private school. He looks like a Duke boy. Yeah, oh my God. He looks like a, just a complete <laughs> nerd. He probably... Ugh. All right, I'm going to hit you with more sleeper here. I don't know if this one's left field or right field or out of the stadium or what, but I'm going to have to go with Tyrod Taylor. Wow. Yeah. You, you reaching. Reaching down here. But, TT? All right, so let me let me tell you why, though. So back in, okay, back in 2015, speak on 2016, it. Speak on it. he was with the Buffalo Bills when Anthony Lynn, who is now the coach of the Chargers, was the offense coordinator up there. You know, he put up okay number. He had 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 17 touchdowns passing. But he had 568 and 580 rushing yards to go along with four and six rushing touchdowns. So he's putting up, you know, plus 3,000 yards passing, over 560 rushing, and 24 or 23 total touchdowns. So these aren't obviously like the the best stat lines you can have. But last year, Josh Allen had around 3,000 yards passing, 5, or 500 rushing, and he had 29 touchdowns. So the touchdown numbers is the only thing that I think – is to worry about Tyrod, but with this pandemic going on, man, there's I just don't see how Justin Herbert is going to start this season as the quarterback. I think he's a bust, but keep talking. I just I, like I just think that Tyrod at least going to come in and start the first few games, if not half season, maybe until they're out of it or something happens. I don't know, but I just think Tyrod's going to be the starter, and the dude has legs; he can run, and he's definitely got a better supporting cast now than he did in Buffalo. I mean, they got Keenan Allen still, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler. He's got to catch the rock and make some plays. So, I'm okay. and I think Tyrod is a little sleeper. Crazy. I, I get it. You did some homework, though. I'll give you that, Rain Man. <laughs> He's not too shabby, man. I've been snagging a little late in some Mockies, you know? Okay. Do you, do you know who my next sleep, my only sleeper is? I think, uh, if, if I'm going to guess, it's going to be Drew Locke. <gasps> no, I'm going with my, my old faithful, dog. What Philly you talking Rams? about, Drew? Philly Rivers! Uh, I thought you were going to go past him. 
Oh, hell no. I'm not going past him yet. He's still in the league, man. Okay. So talk me up on Philly. All right. Colts just came off the season with the third fewest passing yards in the league with 3,000 yards. 3,108 to be exact. <laughs> Phil has thrown for 4,003 times the fewer attempts than any had last year. This dude, he's born to pass the rock. All right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has... What his weapons now with the running offense? He now has Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, which is the same thing as Melvin Gordon, and my boy Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. He has a big wide receiver, just like Mike Williams and Pittman. He has a fast, hopefully healthy, great possessional wide receiver that can catch the rock anywhere you want it. And T.Y. Hilton, which what same thing as Keenan Allen. And he has a better Tyrell Williams and Paris Campbell. This is the better Chargers team in Indianapolis. And he's happy. He's in a Bible Belt state. He loves, I mean, I think he is at home. Granted, he just was hired as an Alabama head coach for a high school team when he retires. Not happy about that. But this... They're 11th in strength of schedule, which means they're a pretty easy schedule this year. I don't know what that means. I just, I'm reading it right now. Doesn't mean much because nobody knows how their teams are. I think he has one or two more years left in him. I think this past year was a fluke with all the interceptions. I think he was just a goof. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was tired of going to LA. I think he is gonna have a resurgence at least for one year. And Phillip Rivers is a good veteran quarterback you can win games with. He's a better Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Ryan Fitzpatrick won a lot of people this season. I'm not saying too much. Hey, I'm saying like (laughs) stat-wise, in the the 13th to the 16th, Ryan Fitzpatrick won people the, you know, damn near playoff games. I think Phillip Rivers is and can be a top 15 quarterback this year. And with that being said... That's a that's a gamble you can pick up in the fifteenth or sixteenth round, which he will be there. Oh yeah, he's going late. I can see it, man. He's got some weapons. They got a great old line. Defense not too shabby. They play in a dome. It could happen. I mean, what else do you want? I just don't, Mish? So I just don't like because he's on the new team. You know, he hasn't had that work in the off season. Oh, his voc. His, he, what's good with him is he can communicate. It doesn't matter. He can talk, shock, shoot, darn, ding. Sh- I can't any more non-swear words, but he has a lot of a lot of those, and he can communicate. And he's a competitor. It doesn't matter who's out there. I think they're all going to benefit. His team is stacked. I like their offense. I'm a big dick rider when it comes to Philip Rivers. No pause. But it was between my sleepers. Well, you called it fucking out to a T. It's Philip Rivers and Drew Lock. Yep. I didn't put Drew Lock on there yet because he hasn't shown me enough. Obviously. Um, with only, what, five games, six games last year. Um, Phillip Rivers is that guy that I can – but, again, if, if Drew Locke comes out in the preseason, if they have a preseason and looks good, um, they can flip-flop as that 15th to 16th round quarterback you can pick up or you waiver wire both of them because I think they're both will be there. Maybe Drew Locke will get drafted beforehand because of his upside because you kind of know what Phillip Rivers at 38 knows. I mean, you know what he's about. But if you need a bi-week quarterback or if you, let's say, you're Wentz, 
your Drew Brees, your Matt Ryan, shit, your Tom Brady goes down in an injury because they're all old and they're older and they're not mobile, Phillip Rivers will be there or Drew Locke will be there. And I think those guys can win you weeks, and that's all you want for a, a second quarterback on your roster. I'm with him, man. I think Philly, I do think he's got a couple of years left, but we'll, we'll oh, see. Oh, that shovel pass ain't hurting his shoulder, bro. <laughs> He been throwing a change up since now, man. Come on. Yeah, he's got some. Uh, he's got some Matt Stafford uh, throwing angles down. That's for sure. What is so? I had Stafford as my thirteenth quarterback. Yep. S- Where same, do you have him? Same. Right on the edge. I was trying to. Okay. I was trying to work him up there, but you know, I just. I think it's just the fact that he's on the Lions, dude. I just. I can't trust the yeah. Lions, and that's my thing with Stafford. And I think they're going a little bit more into that. That Tennessee Titans run heavy offense, which I'm not mad about, with you know drafting your Swift and having carry on there, um, and having a tight ends, you know, mm-hmm. up to Wazoo. Yeah, I think they're definitely leaning towards more of a, a rush approach. He was just super efficient last year, and I think that's why he was yeah. he was so hyped up. He just had so many touchdowns in those. We played eight games, and he had 19 touchdowns. So yeah, he had he had a killer start, and I w- he's there. And if I have a Kenny Galladay, or I draft a Kenny Galladay, I would probably pick up a Stafford in the back end just because I like the combination. But they have their their lack of speed is concerning. That's why I don't have him up higher. But with that being said, I like Stafford in the late rounds as well. Um, he's not a sleeper because I think he's he's in question with that top twelve, top ten. If you want, I mean, depending on who you like, I think he can you can swip you know switch out people if you. Whoever you like in that situation, if you want, yeah. you know, Stafford over Tom, Tom Brady, I get it. Yeah, twelve through twenty. I mean, that's just the whole cluster of random yeah. quarterbacks. So, shit, shit. Well, we were we were pretty close to uh, our top ten. I mean, we had a yeah. little different orders, but I think we had the same was, top twelve guys at least. Yeah, I think we we were pretty dead on. I think, like we said before, we can flip five wherever we want in the back end. Yeah, yeah. Once you, I mean, once you pass like the. You know, the Dak, Kyler, Russell, Deshaun tier, if you want to put them in the same tier or whatever. I think once you get past that, you're, you're kind of just picking the guy, whether it's Breeze, Ryan, Brady, Rodgers. You're picking the guy that yep. you like a little more. That's about it. And my philosophy with my draft setup, my 8th to 10th round, 11th round will be my quarterback pick. And I don't know if how you feel on that, depending who's there. Um, I am happy with having a quarterback in that top or that lower 8 to 12, and I'll be happy with that. Even, like I said before, the sleepers are there at the back end. I'm happy with that. I don't put QBs as as high as some other people. Maybe that's my downfall because Patty Mahomes and Lamar Jackson have won the past two years. Some people might say we have too much power, but I don't believe that's the case. But those guys weren't drafted. Like, I got Lamar in the 15th round last year. Almost every draft exactly. around the exactly fantasy landscape, Lamar was going late. He wasn't, like, a high pick. And then two years ago, yep. Mahomes, you know, was just, like, quote-unquote rookie year. He wasn't going high. I mean, he was going right around that range you're talking about, like that 8, 9, 10, yep. 12 range. So these guys aren't – I mean, we're not – we're talking about these guys as QB1s and stuff. But that's not to say that, you know, like a, a Josh Allen that – down at QB seven or wherever you got him ranked, can't be the QB one. Like these guys can make plays. Yeah, it just comes down to you know where you're gonna go and get them. And I'm with you. I'm not yeah. going to get a QB early. I like to wait on them. And it just depends on how my roster's sitting, who's left at quarterback room. You know, when you got like three, four quarterbacks left on the board that you're still comfortable with, 
I'm sitting there waiting until there's maybe one or two left, and then I'm taking. You know, I'm not going to be reaching for a quarterback. Yeah, because what's 20, you know, I'm. it doesn't usually come down to one point. So what's 20 points compared to 19 points a game? You know, it doesn't, like, there's upside. That's why I like picking a sleeper at the back end, too, with, like, a Daniel Jones. Or, like, you know, like you said, Baker Mayfield, who has so many weapons, who could go off. Like, those, those guys can go off and can win you weeks. And to say that – is the same thing as, as you know, if you're picking a one or two quarterback, it doesn't really make a difference in my opinion. Like I think quarterbacks are so interchangeable. When upper echelon quarterbacks with the top fifteen quarterbacks, top sixteen quarterbacks can be, and there's so many good quarterbacks now. There's a lot of good teams. You can, I mean, it's and if you want to put the homework in, go to matchups, get two quarterbacks, and just play off of matchups. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many different ways you could run the quarterback position with it only being one spot on your roster. I mean, one of your nine starters plus one of your like 15, 16 spots on your team. Like, it's just there's so many ways you can go about quarterback position. Exactly. All right. All right, folks. That was it. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten of quarterbacks. Hey. Next week we're gonna go after the top ten running backs. Though this is gonna be deep. Ooh. I want. This is gonna be interesting because next week we have a lot of. This is the most. Depth, I think, in fantasy football always is that running back position. And we are going to rank our top 10. And we're going to have some sleepers. We're going to have some top 12, maybe. We're going to have some people that you can interchange in that top 10. Commission, you excited for next week? Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited to see where you got some of these guys. I know the top guys. Man, do your homework, there, dog. Just do your homework. Man, That's all I'm going to have to hit up our play. Give me some next gen stats because you was killing it today. I try to put some stats in the game, man. Next gen, baby. Let's go. I feel it. All right. We out. Peace. Peace.